Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Today's guest started his working life in stage management in the theatre, travelled the world and then came back to the UK to start his own business. On Business Brunch today, we're pleased to welcome the Managing Director of All Points North, Nick Wag. Nick, welcome to the cap. Thank you very much, yes. Thank you. Pleased to be here. Nick, as we covered in your introduction, you started your working life in a stage manage in stage management. So uh, tell us about the early years and, and what do you feel are your most important transferable skills? Well, yes, the greatest things I learned when I was uh, in my days as, as in stage management of the theatre was organisation. You had to be organised. You had to be prepared. You had to plan. You had not, not to leave anything for chance. If you were on a theatre tour, you had to make sure when you left Oxford to go to Brighton that you had everything with you. You didn't leave anything behind by mistake. But so you've got to make sure you've got the umbrella in case it rains. All these simple, I know they sound like very obvious and simple skills, but you you just, we, they were drummed into us when I was at drama school about how important it was to do those, to do those things. And so when it came to organizing events, it became very easy to understand, well, the, the, the same principle exists. Putting on an event or a meeting was no different than putting on a play in the theater. And the, so those essentially were the transferable skills. And haven't looked back ever since really because you, you, you just it's something you have to enjoy and has to get into your blood to be able to do those things so you just keep but the important thing is you continue to learn new skills all the time and following your your time in stage money management you you, you then held a, a position where you were you're doing a, a lot of global travel what did uh, what did that entail um, that was that was taking doctors to medical meetings all around the world, really. And so I got the opportunity to go to a lot of places, but not see very much, if that makes sense. But we used to, but on the more serious note, we used to, the, the, there's, in normal times, there are medical meetings taking place in this country, in the UK, across Europe, across the rest of the world. And uh, we'd take a group of doctors, maybe 10, 20, 30 doctors, to, say, American Heart Association meeting in Chicago, for example. And we are responsible for booking their flights, going ahead of time before they arrive, to meet them when they arrived uh, in, in, in Chicago, for example, take them to the hotel, make sure they had all the registrations for their, their congresses and so forth. And it's amazing how many questions these highly qualified doctors have about where to go next and how to do something. Um, so that's what you're there for. You're there to support them, and so they get the best out of the the best learning process out of the the, the medical meetings they're attending. And clearly, uh, as you've as you've already touched on, the devil's in the detail. Oh, absolutely, very, but very much so. Right down to as I got asked one time, just to give an example, one doctor came to me and said, "Nick, I've cut my finger. What do I do?" And I thought. You're a doctor," said. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "Just hang on a second. Let me go and get you a band aid." And I came back and said, "Here you go. Put that around your finger." But I mean, yes, it, it's it, you just got to be prepared for to know what to do in, in, in any particular situation. I think is the answer to that question. And, and presumably, you do that by experience because um, on your first few, you're not going to be able to cover every every eventuality, are you? 
Oh, absolutely not. And you do. You, you, your, your luggage got heavier as the years went on because it brought more stuff with you to so that you were prepared for every every single eventuality. And then you got you, you learned on the yeah on job learning is just was absolutely fantastic. And I I will uh, you know and and as I said it, it, we got to go to so many different cultures and learn so many different things about way things should be handled in certain countries and. But the bottom line was you, we were there just to make sure that these doctors, in this case, for, uh, um, were able to get the most benefit out of attending the, uh, the event, the meetings they were at. Sure. So moving on, you, you then uh, chose to move into self-employment from a secure job. So that, that was quite a big decision in itself um, and a big step into the unknown. So in, in your own words, you swapped leaving on a jet plane for letting the train take the strain, which I think is a great expression. So tell us how you managed the transition into self-employment and, and detail some of the main issues that you had to contend with. Well, the, the, well, indeed. And, and what precipitated me, me doing that really was that I'd spent years jumping on planes every other week and so forth. And there comes a point in time in my life where I thought, this is not quite as exciting as it was when I was very young, <laughs> younger. So and then I also looked at what I wanted to do career-wise and, and I thought, well, I have enough experience now to be able to jump in the deep end and see whether I can swim with doing my own, having my own business here in the UK. And the challenge is that you don't really, you, people tell you, oh yes, I'll better help you meet, help you help you do this and we'll better give you that piece of business, that piece of business. You don't actually really know until you've jumped in the water exactly what's going to happen. And then you have to learn to swim very, very quickly really. But you rely on the people you've known for years, you talk to them and you always talk to people about how they can help you in different ways because there's plenty of people around you who will say, well, go this direction or don't go that direction and, and so forth. So, but the, 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 main, the main issue really was just, it was, as been alluded to, jumping into the, the, the deep water of the unknown and not having any idea really exactly how it was going to happen. Because if, if, if everybody going to business, for, if going to business for yourself was easy, then everybody would be doing it. And it has its challenges, but every challenge, success brings reward. And that, it's, it's relatively simple, really. And, and even the main thing, of course, is to, to continue to stay positive about, about the, uh, the whole aspect of it. And getting your first customer is it's the hardest bridge to cross. So tell us, uh, tell us how you did that. Well, I did that actually quite, quite fr- frankly, just because of getting out my sort of black book of contacts and, and saying, can we help you here in, in, in this arena? Because the whole aspect of what we do is, is once again, if, if it was easy to organize events, then once again, people wouldn't need people like my, ourselves. I just basically phoned a few people and then somebody said, oh, could you help us out with this? And the, once we'd done one thing, we then had something to say. I came back and said, uh, next time I talked to somebody, I said, Des, I just tell you, I just finished doing this other meeting last week and so forth. So then you're already aware that I have experience in doing something. So that first thing was absolutely crucial. Crossing that bridge of for the first one was 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 very very important so we then and then every time after that you keep referring back because you're only as good as the most recent event you've done so looking back now 
it seems it was relatively easy, but it wasn't necessarily relatively easy at the time. Today we're talking to Nick Wagg, the MD of All Points North, a destination management company. Nick, as, as MD, your, your overall responsibility amongst all of your other tasks is to ensure that All Points North runs like a well-oiled machine. So share with us what it takes to be an effective managing director of a destination management company. From my perspective, the important thing is to be across all aspects of the business. That isn't to say you're doing every aspect of the business, but you've got to understand so that if you're delegating to people, you understand what you're delegating them and asking them to do. So they can then come back to you with questions. You can you can get, steer them and guide them in, 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 in the right direction for the business. So it, it, again, it's a relatively simple thing, but you just got, you've got to be on top and every managing director of a, of a company is going to be on honing on some things more than others. But we're a relatively small company, so um, we're able. I'm able to keep across all aspects of, what, of, of what's going on. But the other thing, of course, is that you've got to have people working with you who you absolutely trust 100% to get on with the job because you can't do everything yourself. You've got to delegate and trust the people that, 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 that you delegate to are going to be doing a wonderful job, which they do. So delegation is a, is a huge aspect of good, strong management, as you've outlined, and probably one of the most difficult things to do when you started a business from scratch and you know every aspect of it. How difficult did you find it? Well, someone once said to me, Nick, what you do is you just pick us up, drop us in the deep end and see if we swim. <laughs> And it's probably not quite that that hard. But the, the the thing is, if you do everything for people, the difference between delegate and abdicate. If you abdicate, you just give it to them, take, take no notice, and go follow up. Whereas delegating is giving somebody up, giving you there's the opportunity to do something, and you are always know that if you have a question, you can come back to me and ask me. And I think that I think that's the subtle difference between the the, the two ways of doing things. But you have to have confidence in the in your staff. You have to have confidence in your colleagues. For example, we have lots of different suppliers we work with. We delegate all our transport to to, to chauffeur companies and coach companies. I'm not going to tell a coach driver how to drive his coach, but 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 I have to know that I can talk to him and say ask him questions, and then he he gets on and does his or her job. So that's sort of the way I look tend to look at things. Okay, so All Points North now has been trading 15 years and under normal circumstances you will be planning events all over the UK. So talk us through your your core services and how they've developed since the company's inception. Right, okay, well that's just a little bit about what destination management company is because we are so... We were the expert planners. We're the designers and organizations of organizers of meetings, incentives, team building, gala dinners, company get-togethers, and and all those sorts of things. And how those things have developed over over the years is we you refine them. In days gone past, a company would get together and they say we're going to have a meeting in X Y Z hotel in Crew, for example. But now people still want to have a meeting and get together but in addition to that meeting they want to have they might want to have a meeting in the morning and then in the afternoon they might want to have 
have some some team building games or incentives, or they might want to take the, the, the staff out of the hotel in the afternoon to to add add value, or they might want to they might do something outside of a, a hotel in a, in a country park or something where they they can have some outdoor games and they can have a barbecue and so forth. So what I'm saying is that it's developed beyond a core dry meeting because. People in the workplace today expect to be engaged, expect to be, that's how the, the staff are retained in an organization because it's not purely about how well, how that good their salary is, but how they, the, their, their employer feels that they are taking care of them and, and, they, and they, enjoy, they enjoy being in that workplace, if you like. And you've already said that, um, that, that your business is only as good as, it, as the last event. So do you find that you're under pressure all the time to to constantly innovate? Oh, yeah, yeah, for, for absolutely, absolutely for certain. And, and we're under pressure not only to innovate, we're under pressure to deliver because the way we all communicate today is so different than it was 10, 15 more years ago. As, as a good example, yesterday I got a call from the United States and the, the client wanted some information and I thought, well, we'll have at least a week to do this. If you can get something to me by the end of today, and now we we got the information you wanted by the end end of yesterday, and and it's you always got to, you're under pressure to continue the, because we communicate so much faster these days. We, you're under much more pressure to deliver product, deliver service, deliver offering, because if you don't, the, your competitors will. And the important thing, of course, is sometimes is just to bear in mind that rushing it doesn't necessarily give the right answer sometimes you just have to say you can have it but it's got to be tomorrow to give you the quality which you want and that's always something that people's ears will perk up about when you talk about the quality of the service today's guest is nick wag the managing director of all points north Nick, delivering outstanding customer service is is critical in ensuring the future success of of your company and requires outstanding staff. So share with us how you train and motivate your employees. It's very simple, really, as far as I'm concerned. It's all on-job training. You can... for sure, you can go to university today and get a degree in, in in event management. But at the end of the day, you have to once you you have to get in there and learning on, on the on job learning training is, is is you you can't you can't replace that at all. And also, sometimes when you're away at an event, you're under huge time pressure. You're starting early in the morning, you're finishing late at night, and so forth. But you've got to make sure the employees are valued that they they, they know they can. If they need, it's time for them to have a, a, a give them a break for a cup of tea. Make sure that they're they're fed and watered, for want of a better expression. Then they, they they know that they're not just supposed to be working, get to working at seven o'clock in the morning and have to work till eleven o'clock at night. They need to have. That's how I take care of staff anyway. Make sure that they get they get breaks, they get appreciated. That thank yous are a very important two words. <laughs> And then that's how you get the best out of them. And then they want then they want to work hard because they want to see success for the event that they that they that they are, they are participating in or developing. And uh, and as we all know, failure is is part of the learning process. But clearly, each time that takes place, a customer might feel the the worst end of that. So how do you deal with that? How do you deal with failure? It's a very good point really you try to minimize it and we try and look to we try to avoid failure as much as we as much as we possibly can really 
And I suppose if you're um, if you're training your staff well, you're managing that out of the equation. Absolutely, and and you do, and and the, you, you are managing that out of the equation. And also, I think some of the some of the things that you, you get to the point where your staff know exactly what you want. And I'll give you a very good example of this. A couple of years ago, I was with one, uh, my colleague up in Edinburgh. And we'd got to the hotel with a group and so forth from brought in from the airport. And I was about to turn around and say, Lisa, can you do such and such? And as I turned around, she had already done it. She was already getting that particular thing sorted out with the hotel. And see, that's where I thought I smiled because I thought this is the benefit of having truly trusted staff because they, they, they know what they're going to do and they get, they get on with it. And that, that was, to me, just that was a, a, a great moment. Yeah, I would agree with that. And and obviously for the employee too, because there's nothing better than know that you're, you're trusted and you're empowered to do your job. Oh, yeah, the empowering is very important. That's absolutely, because you can't, you can't delegate something and then start taking, not, not, not people, allow people to make decisions because they, they, they've got to make a decision and, and, and you have to stand by those, you have to stand by this, those decisions publicly. You might talk to somebody afterwards to say maybe you could have done it in a slightly different way, but that, the point is give them opportunity and they'll rise to the challenge. Okay, so under normal circumstances, again, you you reach out to potential customers all over the world. So, talk us through the strategies that uh, you use to ensure all all points north continues to grow. Okay, well, the strategy we use in terms of that is because we we have um, a number of companies that represent all points north around the world. Essentially, if you like, they are sales personnel sales and marketing people in different countries around the world who then go and sell into the, the say for example in Sweden they, they go and talk to business travel agents in Sweden knocking on the door and say we've got a wonderful agency all points north in the UK so every time you want to come to, when you want to do something in the UK then just give me a call and and, and we'll better put you in touch and, and that, that's what and we've done over the last X number of years as every time we get a new contact, we keep getting it. And we've, it's been very successful because we've got repeat business up through, through that method, I would say. And that that's a sort of the first part of getting the business, if you like. But we, we, you also got to look to continue to see that you're always adding value to what you're offering a client. Because these days with the internet, everybody can go on, they can book flights and they can book hotels and they can book transportation and so forth. And, and I do recall not so long ago, um, a client came to me and they said, Nick, is there not a, a coach company in Edinburgh that's cheaper than the one you've offered us? And I said, yes, there are cheaper coach companies. And he said, well, what do you, um, could you book it for me? And I said, no. I said, because we have tried and trusted suppliers. They might not be the cheapest ones, but they, they, they will deliver and they will be there and you won't have any issues or any problems with them. I said, if you want the cheaper one, then you have to go and book it yourself because we're not snobby about it, but we, we, we know what works and, and we continue to, and, and for all points north to continue to grow, we've got to continue to 
uh, maintain the standards, which is very uh, for us, which is very very important. Today we're talking to the managing director of All Points North, Nick Wag. Nick, it's it's difficult to ignore how quickly technology continues to advance. So so give us an insight into how APN or All Points North uses modern technology to streamline the business. Well, yes, indeed, it had it had it has certainly. Um, moved so very 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 fast because in days gone by we used to have to prepare a document a proposal to, to, to a client and we used to print it all out and send, make up about 10 bound copies and put it send it by courier and then then we moved on we got more advanced and we we did fax well now everything is now with the with the emergence of the internet and the, and the email has become more and more popular now we to be able to communicate to the client as i did yesterday with the the the, the gentleman in the united states i was able to send in this document and we used all the, the technologies such as you know box transfer we transfer all the many ways so they can have a, a full 50 page document if you like within within seconds compared to a few years, just not even that many years ago, when you'd have to stand next to the fax machine, keep feeding these pieces of paper in, and get jammed and so forth. So so technology today has, has moved things forward. We're also able to bring together proposals and offers for clients because we can get information ourselves from a certain hotel or a certain venue, and, and we can cut and paste wonderful pictures into the, to, to the offering. So, so from that point of view, that, that that and we are now have a huge bank of library of online library of information and uh, images and words and so forth. So we can put together proposals much much quicker than we did in probably in a tenth of the time that we were doing it fifteen years ago. Uh, and as you've already pointed out, that uh, some customers, not all customers, but some customers feel that because um, technology is instant now that things should be done in an instant. Uh, and you've already touched on how you deal with this, but do you find that more and more? Is it, uh, there's an expectancy for everything to happen with the click of a finger? Oh, absolutely. Uh, everybody wants everything quickly because they know they can get it quickly, if you like. So it is that. You do have to temper that. And we, we, we are quite, we are very honest with our clients. And, and in, I mean, obviously some things can be done quite, quite quickly. Other things do do take the time. If you're coming to me and asking me, you say, "Well, Nick, I've got this event of 500 people, and I want them to come into Manchester, and I need a, and they're going to stay. For, I want them to stay for three nights, and I want this, this, this. I want dinners, and I want tours, and I want the accommodation. They got meeting rooms and all stuff, and transportation. And I know it's I know it's 12 o'clock today on Wednesday, but I need a full answer by nine o'clock tomorrow morning." I'm going to say that's not realistic because you know, there's too many things to take into account because the chances are if you rush it, there'll be mistakes made and they will not get the, what they really want. And so we, we are, from that point of view, you just have to temp, temper it. And, and to be fair, clients do understand it. The, the, the clients and the customers, they, they, they do understand it realistically. But we've had a few times over the years when people want things within, you know, in, a, in five hours or three hours and, and, and so forth. Um, and the one yesterday was, for example, was, was, was actually a relatively simple thing to deliver. But um, I knew we could do it just by, per, by persevering, you know. 
but you have to work the hours to do it. <laughs> of course you do. No, no pain, no gain, as they say. Uh, Nick, no business can stand still. So um, as normality begins to resume, tell us what you've planned to, to kickstart All Points North and ensure that there's a future for the business. Yeah, indeed, exactly. Well, w- one of the things we've just started to do now, now we've, we have the freedom to move around the, the, the country, is reconnect with the, the hotels and venues and restaurants and, 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 and so forth all, all up and down, uh, all up and down the country, because the pace within the hospitality industry suffered a huge, huge hit, and the people that you knew in a, in a certain hotel in Edinburgh or Manchester or Crewe or wherever, so many of those are no longer there. They moved on to other jobs or they've been made redundant or whatever. So you're having to reconnect with people. And what the, the thing that we're going to do is or are doing is. is it's by reconnecting with with the uh, and in some cases connecting it, the new personnel in, in in these venues because the whole thing is the whole of this industry is built on personal relationships. So I can phone up phone up you and say, Dad, I've got a, can you help me here? I've, I've got a challenge to get this done. I need it done quickly. Back to the previous point, we need the answers quickly, and we're also reaching out. That's on the sort of supplier side. We're also reaching out to clients. Again, softly, softly approach. All Points North has always off, uh, uh, taken the soft approach to selling because I don't, I can't be hard sold to. So I don't think that's the right approach to, to sell to somebody else in, in in that way. So you've got to endear them into wanting to use your services, shall we say? We were talking off air, Nick, about the fact that All Points North has actually kept in touch with with its customers and potential customers for the whole time that you've been mothballed. So tell us about that and, uh, and, and how, you, how you found that customers reacted. Well, yes, it, thank you very much, yes. Well, what, what we did initially, almost right, um, going back to April last year, we just sent a gentle email out, uh, uh, hello email out to everybody and said, we're thinking of you and... We just want to keep in touch, you know, and we're here and we're all in the same boat, if you like, together. And that was, and, and, and with, for that initial email, we got very positive results that people, because that we took the time to care, so just to touch base with people, if you like. Yeah. And, and, and we did, we did that. And then we did, and then later on, and then later on in the year, we came up with this idea to send people a little gift. I mean, what we we did, it would been would have been inappropriate to send an extravagant gift for for many reasons, not least of which we first of which we didn't have the money to have send extravagant gifts, but secondly, it would be inappropriate to to send been perceived too much as a bribe, perhaps if you like. Now, so what we did was we got little gift boxes, and they contained had a taste of England and a taste of, of, of Scotland. The Scottish taste were these wonderful dark chocolate ginger. Borders biscuits, and there was nine biscuits in this pa- in, in the box, and we, then we sent them nine individually wrapped Yorkshire tea bags to go with it, so they could have tea and biscuits nine times. Wonderful. And and, and then we had little key rings from the, with the words of uh, Captain Tom Moore, which says "Tomorrow will be a good day," and those key rings were at, those words were sat on top of a key ring with a fob of the of the Union flag behind it. And we just sent that little note just to let you know we're thinking of you. And we got absolutely wonderful. And not only did we send those to, to, to clients, we also sent them to, to some of our wonderful 
suppliers in this country. Because one thing I would like to say is, I was taught many, many, many years ago by this gentleman I work for, you must take take care of your suppliers in the same best way you take care of your clients, because you just never know when your those suppliers are going to help you out when you're stuck. So that's what we did, and that's how uh, kept us and it kept, oh, we got such, such wonderful feedback. It was it's fantastic. Uh, exceedingly good advice and I would definitely agree with that Nick it's been a huge pleasure uh, talking to you and and thank you for giving us an insight into destination management working out all the detail required to ensure the event goes smoothly so Nick before we finish tell our listeners where they can find more information about All Points North the quickest way is to, is to go on to, to my profile on LinkedIn. So if you just got Nick Wag, All Points North, LinkedIn, and then you'll, everything's there. All the contact details are there on, uh, under my profile. And is there a website? Oh, yes. My website is www.apn-dnc.com. So that's Alpha Papa November hyphen Delta Mike Charlie.com. Wonderful. Nick, it's been a real pleasure, as I've said, and uh, we do wish All Points North well as you begin to gear up and kickstart the business. Thank you for coming on The Cat today. Thank you very much indeed. That's a much appreciated. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.